All right, y'all know that recording the intro to this, whenever I do it, as many times as I've done it, is literally the hardest part of starting my podcast. Like, I have my notes, I have everything. I just never know what to say. So, with that being said, this is another episode of the Normal Girl Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, like you guys always do. I am Tay, your host of the Normal Girl Podcast, and I'm back with another really personal, really awesome episode that I'm so glad to bring to you guys today. I know it's been a while. Like I said, I am so busy. I'm busy all the time. Like, even when I'm not busy, I'm busy. And I'm working on creating an ironclad schedule. Like, that is my New Year's resolution. I always say revolution, and I sound like a fucking idiot. But that is my New Year's resolution to make this podcast my schedule, stick to it, and get this shit down ironclad so I'm not, like, dicey and all over the place and inconsistent. So, for the 45th time this year i apologize but yet again here we're back so now that i got my usual apologies out of the way welcome to another great episode of the normal girl podcast as usual i'm tay and today i want to jump right into it and i want to talk about something that is always on my mind like no matter when i wake up everything i do every decision that i make revolves around my kid so today I'm going to talk about the mommy tags the consequences and benefits of the life as a mom now as many of you know I'm a single mom and that comes with its own set of challenges but we're just going to keep it really general and just talk about motherhood mothering uh, in general so one thing that I observed that they don't tell you at the hospital and that, that they don't talk about in any of the what to expect when expecting books is the tax that you pay. When I say tax, I mean like things that you have to give up or are unforeseen consequences to having a child. Um, unfortunately, in the world that we live in today, women are still fighting for equality uh, in, in the United States where I am um, we don't have guaranteed maternity leave like if you work when I was pregnant with my daughter I was working at a wait I was working as a waitress at a bar and they didn't have maternity leave so I literally had to work up until the day I delivered my baby to make sure I was stashing up enough money to pay my bills while I was literally unable to work so that's a concept so that's a mommy tax that you you know things are just harder things are hard um, when you're a mom a lot of companies don't offer paid maternity leave anymore and as one of the the, the most developed countries in the world it is fucked up that women don't have those type of protections just because they want to have kids. Now, if you break your fucking back at work, you can get all the workers' comp you want. No problem. But if you have a baby, you're screwed. 
that's fucked up. So pregnancy is always treated like a pre-existing condition. Don't ever try to get new health insurance while you're pregnant. That shit is damn near impossible. And that's a, that's really fucked up America. So I hope somebody's listening. This episode is coming out on November 6th, the day that we vote in the midterms. This is probably one of the, if not the most important midterm elections in my life, in my 30 years that I'm going to participate in. And if you are listening to this and you are, you can hear the sound of my voice and you're on the fence of whether you're going to take that time off, a lot of employers, unlike childbirth, offer paid two hours. I believe it's two hours. In Virginia, it's two hours. You get two paid hours to go vote. So take advantage of that. If your employer tries to give you a hard time, say, fuck you, man. I know my rights. Go vote. Exercise your right to vote. It's time for us to enact a lot of different changes in this country. There's a lot of positive people running for office. There's a lot of people who want to see change. There's a lot of people who aren't paid politicians who want to help you know, their neighbors who are running for office. I honestly believe that. All over the country, not just here in Virginia. Here in Virginia, we actually have some really good people that we've already elected because we live in a very, you know, I live in Northern Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C., go Caps. And we have a very, it's a collective progressive thinking. I believe that the majority of people who live here are all in one accord as far as what we want in our legislative bodies. So look at the issues, look at for the look at the people who are running one of the issues, one of the main issues on the democratic side is healthcare for everyone, not just for some, the 1% for everybody. And in those healthcare packages, maternity care, maternity leave, paid maternity leave is something we should be fighting for it is important imagine having a baby and then having no income that's probably the worst time not to have any income because you literally can't work your body has been through some one of the most like traumatic experiences the most dramatic changes that you will ever have and now you only not only have to support yourself and get healthy and don't even get me started on postpartum depression that's a whole nother episode but now you have no money coming in because you can't go to work that on top of the hormonal changes that's not something women should have to worry about that's terrible that's a that's a tax that we pay uh, mentally um, as mothers but I digress so some of the more let me just you know start this out on a good note before I get into all the bad shit that, <laughs> that mothers have to deal with not just here in the United States it goes on in all the misogynistic uh, societies of the world women are marginalized that that's a truth that we unfortunately um, as we've seen with Christine Blase Ford we have to deal with men will find a way to justify marginalizing women it's fucked up but it's facts facts 
But anyway, so again, with the positives, so I would say one of the most rewarding things about motherhood is knowing that unconditional love that you get from your child. That is the most rewarding thing. Because motherhood don't come with trophies. This shit don't come with trophies. Um, It is... You're not going to have no awards. There's no monetary bonuses. None of that shit. The only thing that matters is the happiness of your child. And that is enough to keep it going, in my opinion. When you see those smiles, when you get those warm hugs and those, you know, Mommy, I love you. My, my daughter be like, you're the bestest mom ever. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, well, I'm your only mother, but whatever. Um, that shit is really rewarding. That shit really keeps you going. Um, so some of the more practical benefits, if you're a mother like me, I'm a single mom, I get hella tax credits. I work, I'm a, I'm a, a work full, full, I work full time. So at the end of the year, I can deduct my childcare, which is a fucking lot. And I can deduct like her medical bills, her, uh, a portion of them, not the whole thing. Um, her medical, dental, things that, that I have to pay out of pocket, I get back at the end of the year. So if you're a savvy, uh, you know, financially literate mother, you should be looking at those type of benefits. Um, if you claim head of household, which I do being a single mom, um, you also get a child care, a child tax credit. And this year, under the Trump administration, it goes from 1500 to, I believe, 2500 or 2000 even. You're going to have to look that up. It might vary on your income. But they, in any, you know, turn of phrase, they doubled the child uh, income credit. So that's just more money in your pocket just for having a kid. That is a positive tax. I, I think when it's uh, not a tax, y'all don't get me to talking because I definitely got a D in economics. But <laughs> I think it's a, uh, not a tariff, but a surplus. Anyway, but it's a it's a positive thing. It's a good thing. Uh, either way. Um, so yeah, those there's those benefits financially that you do get those credits and you do get to recoup some of your money. Um, my money always just goes back into childcare, but whatevs. My kid's about to be in kindergarten next year. Yeah, boy. That's something to celebrate right there. Cue the air horns. They'd be like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, um, another positive is that when you're a mom, like this is just something that I um, realized today. When you're out with your kid and people can see how happy your kid is and how like well dressed and well taken care of, people automatically respect you. Like they start talking to you like like you're a fucking queen because you're out here taking care of your little shorty and shit. And they're like, oh my god, your kid is so beautiful. And all I say is, I know, cause I know. I know I'm the shit. I know I'm a good mom. You don't got to tell me. But then I'll eventually say thank you. Because, you know, I'm not rude. But, you know, shit is lit like that. Like, I really feel like, hell yeah. Like, I get that mm, feeling in my blood when people compliment me 
on my mother's skills and they talk to you different they'd be like oh you know what is your how old is your daughter four oh wow she's so well spoken she's so articulate yes i know i did that mm-hmm dust my shoulders off <laughs> i know i sound conceited as fuck because i can't be but well i am so confident in my mothering skills and i, and I put so much into being a mom that i will take that tax like i will eat that shit up because it is like i said before hella fulfilling um so we covered the tax the respect and yeah just being a cool mom that shit is just dope so how being a mom how some of the consequences and i hate to say it like that but some of the consequences that us as women face as mothers face um are that professionally we tend to be looked over for promotion we tend to be stuck in our same roles at our jobs because uh because people know that we're going to employers know that we're going to prioritize prioritize Jesus my mouth won't work right we're going to prioritize our children above work perfect example you know if anybody gets sick in my house which is either me and my daughter I gotta take off work I just can't be there it's just physically impossible for me to split myself in half and do two things at once and when it comes down to it my daughter is my first and only priority my job is important but it comes second to the human being that i must care for so employers see that and they tend to skip over moms for positions that they probably should be promoted to um another thing is that mothers will tend to make less than their male counterparts and be more highly qualified they figure some employers figure that like like i just mentioned mothers are going to have to take sometimes extended times off to, to care for sick children or for doctor's appointments or what may have you and they might feel that that decreases their value um which every woman who's listening knows that's total bullshit but that's the tax that we pay as moms um it is real fucked up but I feel, I hope that with this coming election, we're starting to look at these things and look at these issues. And hopefully the politicians that we're voting for are also aware of these inequalities when it comes to women, when it comes to mothers. And they're hopefully giving a voice to these things that this mommy tax, so to speak, that women have to pay um, when they have children. It is telling when you look into these things and a mommy text is not a, to- a term i coined myself i actually saw it from a, um, a sociologist named ann kenner i will link her information in the show notes in the bio on my soundcloud page but she has been talking about this for years that you know moms get you know there is there are consequences to having children and i wonder in the millennial age is that why women are choosing to not have children at all or wait so long to have children um if you are a single woman 
that has no children why you know feel free to hit me up on the normal girl at gmail.com why is it that you've chosen to not have any children has it been any of these reasons that i mentioned before um you know you don't have to get too personal but i would love to know and if you are a mother have you experienced any of these mommy taxes uh, firsthand so feel free to drop me a line on my ig at normal girl podcast on facebook and on twitter at the normal girl tay at twitter nope like i could i just talk a lot of shit on my twitter y'all so um yeah it is what it is <laughs> but like i said quick simple episode thank you for listening and i will be back next week with something on my dating line yay that should be a train wreck like it is in reality so until then Peace.